This is Aligned Designs, the show about creating a life of ease and flow and encouraging women to be 100% authentically themselves by following their inner authority and practicing transparency and vulnerability. This is the place where you can collect all the tools to help you construct your best life through the lens of human design. Here's your host, Allison Cullen. I am super excited to talk to you all today a little on the subject of mom guilt. Now, if you're listening to this and you're not a mom, either you know some people who are moms, so please just, if you don't want to listen to it, that's fine, but just forward this episode on over to them because it's going to be very helpful, or um, you can apply this in different areas of your life. There's We all experience guilt and sometimes shame. And these are going to be some really good tips that I'm going to give you that you can use to release that and um, reframe and and move along in a easier way. So, but I am going to be talking mainly about mom guilt. So use it however works best for you. But if you're a mom, you know what I'm talking about. Okay, so mom guilt shows up in so many different ways. And I don't know if if you guys have heard of or read any of Brene Brown's work. She has a great Netflix documentary also. Um, She's a native Texan like me, and she studies shame and guilt. And um, she says that the feeling of guilt is a focus on behavior where shame becomes about feelings of the self. So for an example, oh my gosh, I didn't breastfeed my baby ends up becoming is like feeling guilty about a behavior, but then it ends up turning into in your psyche, I'm a bad mom. Does that make sense? So the feeling of shame becomes about oneself rather than the activity or the behavior. So it's attaching whatever you have done, will do, did in the past to your existence as a mom. And your self-worth and all that kind of stuff. So there's a ton of different ways that that guilt can show up. And I just wanted to preface this by I have a lot of listeners who are um, medically complex or special needs mamas. If that's you, all of these are very helpful. You might also check out a lot of the resources that my friend, Dr. Mary Susan McConnell has. I'll link her below because she has some great ones, especially for your community. But um, definitely take notes because this is for all moms. Okay, so a few different ways that mom guilt can show up is being bored with parenthood. This was something where I'm definitely not bored most of the time. I think that I have like this idea of like, oh my gosh, I don't have enough time. So I, if ever there is a time where I'm bored, I like really enjoy it and just like chill and enjoy the feeling of being bored. But being bored with parenthood, if that makes sense. So like, the same routine every day, the same things all the time, the same books at night, da 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 da. And I think this is a, a human phenomenon that we all experience when you just have the daily grind, the daily schedules, the daily rituals that you do every day. And I'm going to talk a little bit more about this later, but there's ways that you can reframe that. But being bored with parenthood, um, negative thoughts, thinking your kids are annoying, not wanting to spend as much time with them as you thought that you would before you had them or before needing a, more alone time than you think that most good moms, I'm going to do a lot of air quotes that y'all aren't going to see, but most good moms have wanting to sleep full nights, resentment against not getting enough sleep towards either your child or your partner and 
just so you guys know, if your child's over six weeks old and you're not getting a decent amount of uninterrupted sleep each night, I think by that time I was like at six hours or so. Um, that point, um, my friend is a baby sleep coach and she does all different types of styles. Her name is Caroline Pavlinik and she's amazing. Um, so if you're, if you're struggling with that, she is very helpful and you don't have to do just like the straight cry it out thing. I'm very big on attachment style and, um, you know, attachment research and all that kind of stuff, but she has some really great resources for you and I'll link her below. Maybe depression or anxiety. I mean, honestly, postpartum depression and postpartum anxiety can last years into motherhood. It doesn't have to be just that first year or the fourth trimester. I had a terrible postpartum anxiety and didn't even realize it until like six weeks in. I think once I started getting that decent amount of sleep, I like came to and was like, whoa, I'm off. Like, this is not how I'm supposed to feel. So postpartum depression, postpartum anxiety can can last almost a decade, possibly, if it started out that way, or it could be from other things. It doesn't have to be necessarily postpartum. In this case, you definitely, well, we'll talk about this later, but you definitely will want to get some help, whether it is through your OB could probably get you if you want to be on some medication. Or I have an amazing holistic practitioner, Ashley Ihemelu, who can really do some amazing magical things to help you um, with the symptoms of depression and anxiety and, and lift you up out of that a little bit to just, um, I mean, a little bit or a lot to help you move on with normal everyday life and not have those, those feelings anymore. So definitely get help. Um, whatever type of help that it, it might just be therapy or it might be, you know, holistic, some type of situation or medical like pharmaceuticals, whatever is best for you, what feels best for you, you just need to get help. Even if it's a small amount of depression or anxiety, motherhood is so energy taking that you're never going to get ahead of it if you don't like if it's even just a small amount, you want to take steps to start healing that now because it'll just it'll just compound month after month, year after year. Maybe you're feeling some guilt or shame about numbing out, whether that's social media or um, Netflix binging or alcohol. Um, if this is the case, I would highly, if it's alcohol that's the case, I would highly suggest checking out my wine break course. It's an 11 day course. You can quit drinking for that 11 days and just like evaluate your relationship with alcohol, or you can continue drinking through it and still take the course and then choose a t amount of time you want to take a break from alcohol to sort of look at all of that. But that is something that I definitely felt shame and guilt over. Like I just immediately when I used to put her to bed, I would immediately go open a bottle of wine and I wouldn't always drink the whole bottle of wine, but even just being so dependent on that chemical substance to wind down and then knowing how terrible that was for my sleep. Like if you drink even one glass of wine, it takes your body 10 days to detox from that one glass of wine. So over that 10 days, you're not getting the, the amount of deep sleep that you need. So it's just crazy. It's like a cycle. So if that's something, if you don't, if you don't drink at all, then that's not a big deal. Cool. If you suffer more from like numbing out with social media or TV or anything like that, I would highly recommend, um, checking out my abundant alignment course. We go into the ways to fix those things and 
not numb out. There's, there's a time and place for numbing out, but it doesn't have to be like a, an everyday thing. And this is something I'm still, I have certain things that I'm like, Oh, I don't want to rely on that forever. There's a time and place. There's a season for everything. But if you want to make a change, if it's alcohol, then I highly recommend taking my wine break course. If it's any other type of media, I highly recommend taking my abundant alignment course. Anything like having shame or guilt around like anything that could lead to burnout. So overworking, overscheduling yourself, overscheduling your family, overscheduling your kids, saying yes to too many things, perfectionism or comparison, not breastfeeding, breastfeeding, not breastfeeding long enough, according to what is correct out there or any other health or medical situation. Um, screen time for you or your kiddos. Um, this is a something that especially this past year. If you're listening to this, I'm recording this in March of 2021. So we've just had a doozy of a past year with the COVID pandemic. So screen time is a little bit up this past year. And now is the time when things are reopening again and we can um, start to to ease up on that screen time because it does have a, too much of it does have a negative impact on your kids' mental health and um, their sleep. Again, there's a time and place for everything. And these are things that you can um, change and fix and and pull back on a little bit. But my Abundant Alignment course talks a lot about that. Maybe uh, you feel some shame or guilt for reaching out for help, for leaning on a friend or family member for childcare or for having daycare or nannies or whatever. Maybe you had a bad day or you've been in a bad mood or you've yelled at or fought with your child or partner. There are so many things. I mean, I'm trying, I have like a long list of different things that I've felt. So we have a lot of guilt to overcome. These are the ways that I fix this and that I detox the shame and guilt out of my life. There's three types of guilt. Number one, types of guilt or shame, whatever, things that you feel guilty about. Things that you can change. Number two, things that you can reframe. And I'm going to teach you about each of these. Number three, things that you can release. So one, there's guilt around something that you can change so it can go away. Two, it's something that you can reframe so it might not go away immediately, but over time your brain will rewire and then you won't feel as many guilty or shameful feelings about that. Or number three, something that you can release and get rid of. So it might be an emotion that then I'll I'll teach you how how to release. So I always say that with situations like this, I'm a still in recovery control freak. So I like to say, okay, today, what can I do to control the controllables? So anything that is controllable, which there's 99% of our lives are non-controllable, but there are some things that we can control. So how do we control the controllables? You first of all figure out where the like what type of guilt it is. Is it something you can change? If that's a no, is it something you can reframe? If that's a no, it's got to be something you can release. So if it's something you can change, so for an example, you work and you feel guilty about dropping your kids off at daycare, or you know they go to an after school program, or you have a nanny. If you feel guilty about this, take a look at your work. Do you absolutely love your work? Like, you love it. Like, if you 
won the lottery and won $200 million, would you still do your job? If that's a yes, then we're going to reframe that next. So if you love your job, then you're going to always need childcare, right? Whether you work one hour a day or eight hours a day. And that might be something you look at too. Like if it was a perfect life, how many hours a day would you work? I personally love working. I don't want to work eight hours a day every day, but some days I'm like in the zone and I would love working eight hours a day. And sometimes I ask for more daycare. My child is in part-time daycare. And sometimes I have, I add on hours because I know that I'm need that whole day to get some project done or I need a self-care day and it's okay if I spend the day at the pool while she's in daycare. That is okay. And sometimes what I think about with that is I think, okay, if she was grown up and a mom, would I want her to take time for herself like I'm getting ready to take time for me? Freak, yes, I would. Yes. So sometimes you need to put yourself in your kid's shoes too and or bring them into your shoes and be like, once they're a parent, do I want them to do these things? Yes. Yes, I do. So then it's okay for you to do them. But anyways, I digress. With work, if you love it, then you're going to need to reframe the guilt around daycare, which will go there next. But if you don't love it, I would highly, highly recommend looking at quitting your job, switching jobs to something you love, lowering your hours, whatever you need to do. If this is something that gives you extreme anxiety, go take my seven-day money manifesting boot camp. You will learn to trust yourself to call in the money that you need. I promise. We start small, but then you can work up to, I think by now, my the class, that boot camp has been out like two months now, and we've all of the students combined have manifested over $100,000 in two months. So it definitely works. So another example, so that was work, dropping your kid off at daycare. Another example, anxiety or depression. I talked about this before. This is something you can change. You can get on medication, work with a holistic practitioner, start seeing a psychologist, psychiatrist, therapist. This is something you can do something about. Number three, Sometimes there's external people or things or situations that give you guilt or shame. I am very big on unfollowing or muting anybody who ever makes me not feel good on social media. I don't really scroll a ton or watch stories a ton anyways. If you want to learn more about this, as far as like the hypnosis that we go through in social media, take the abundant alignment course, but definitely unfollow or mute yourself. If you need to remove yourself from a text thread, if you need to make sure you don't go to virtual or in-person get togethers, because there's people that create anxiety in you or make you not feel good or make you feel like you're doing things wrong, get yourself out of those situations. That's something you can change. So those are the things for something you can change. Is this guilt or shame coming from an activity, behavior, whatever that you can change. Number two, is it something that you can reframe? So if it's something you can't change, then this will be the next sort of funnel to go through is, is this something you can reframe? A lot of times we create stories in our head, whether it's somebody else that has put this in our head, like an external thing, you can always question it. So with the stories that you create in your head, it's always great to question those. And you might want to get a journal and do some journaling on this. Byron Katie has a process called The Work. It's amazing. And she has four questions she goes through. So say you have a situation where you're like, 
you know, some mom says that is making me feel guilty because I have my child in part-time daycare and she says that we need to be home with our kids until they're five and blah, 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 whatever. Okay, so the questions are, number one, is it true? Number two, can you absolutely know that it's true? Number three, how do you react when you believe that thought? And number four, who would you be without the thought? I will put these in the show notes below. So with that, that situation of feeling shame or guilt over like not having your kids at home, this is some, something I've had to work through for sure. Because I was raised, well, I didn't, my mom didn't have childcare. We had like one babysitter ever and my grandparents took care of us when my mom wasn't taking care of us. So that's how I grew up and my child is growing up very, very differently And that's fine. But the thing is, is that for me, even if I wasn't working, if I didn't have this job, I still would want my child in daycare because I've seen how um, happy it makes her. Like she, I'm very introverted. So for me, maybe staying at home with my mom was good for my energy. But for my daughter, she is so extroverted. She loves being around other kids. She loves being around people. When she's home with us on the weekends, you can tell she's just a little slightly agitated because she wants to go be around other people and play with, play with other kids. So that is not true for the first question. Is it true? No, for me, it's not true. Like for my daughter, it's best for her to be in daycare. And then, so, but say if I was like, ah, maybe it's true, then can you absolutely for sure know that it's true? And then question three, how would you react when you believe that thought? Like if I really truly believed that I was doing something bad to my daughter by putting her in daycare, my body would tense up. I'd feel so terrible. I'd probably, if I thought about that every day, all day long, end up in the fetal position and depressed. And then I wouldn't be a great mom. And then four, the last question is, who would you be without the thought? Without that thought, I have more time. My daughter is happier. I am happier. I get more done. I so much enjoy my time with her when I am present with her so much more than if she was with me 24-7, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So that is a great thing, great exercise to use to reframe. The last thing If you cannot change the situation and you cannot seem to reframe it, again, if you're going through this, uh, reach out to me on Instagram DM. If you find something you can't reframe, I'd love to work with you on this. But if you just can't figure out how to reframe it, then it can be something you can release. So definitely do the work above Byron Katie's work and those questions and journal about them. But if you still have emotions in your body about it that you need to release like release like you have that shame or guilt stuck somewhere you de- it's important to release it because those emotions when they become stuck in our bodies they can manifest into a lot of not great diseases and also make you more susceptible to viruses and all that kind of stuff so you definitely want to work on releasing emotions in the abundant alignment course i talk to you and walk you through a method to do this i think in like week four or five. It's amazing. It's magical. So definitely check that course out. You can also practice after you practice releasing, really manifesting different experiences. So not only releasing that situation, but saying, Hey, here's a personal example of me. My daughter is at this time, 18 months, and she's in a point where she's not quite 
talking in sentences yet. She has a lot of words and she's stringing like two or three words together, but she's doing a lot of whining because she has so much she wants to communicate. And it's, I think it's very frustrating to her that she can't, we can't quite communicate yet. And also she's going through a growth spurt. So there's just like a lot of, I think, hormonal changes and stuff. But um, she whines a ton. And so I was like, okay, God, divine, my angels, I really want to manifest either not being affected at all by the whining or that us growing into the next season to where there's not whining and she's like talking to more. And it's been crazy because I'm, I'm able to stay a lot more calm when she whines now and just breathe through it. And it doesn't bother me as much. It's, it's really nuts. I talk about this manifestation and being intentional about like the different, even little things in your life you could make easier for yourself. I talk about that a lot in my vision board masterclass. So definitely go check that out if you haven't yet. So anyways, those are the three ways that I control the controllables. I hope that it's helpful. And I also just wanted to remind you that you even having guilt or shame as a mom, like having the mom guilt means that you want to be a good mom or a better mom. And it makes me like get emotional, but like, If you didn't care, you'd be a sociopath. Bad parents don't even care. So the fact that you care means that you're a good mom already. And you are like everybody's goal should be to be a good enough parent. And the reason that this is so hard for us is because we don't live in a village anymore. We used to, as mothers, have all the freaking help in the world, and we don't anymore. So it is our jobs as moms now to create those villages, even if they're virtual or resource-based or physical villages or whatever. And just so you guys know, Keep your eyes out on the email newsletter because I'm going to be sending out something real soon about a special community I'm creating called The Village, where it's basically like this. It's definitely for, it will be super helpful for moms, but it's for everybody that is involved with Align Designs and just creating a life that's, you know, a little bit easier, more in flow, more based around things that feel really good and basically creating a life that you don't need to go numb out from. So that's be on the lookout for that because the village is being created right now. And all of this that I'm talking about, we're going to dive further into. But just so you know, your goal, your only goal is to be a good enough mom when you're with your children. I'm very big on attachment research. So like John Bolt, Dr. John Bowlby, he, through his research, discovered that parents only need to be emotionally present, comfort their child, attune to their child's feelings, and show delight. And then support their child, like, you know, give them food and stuff like that. To have a healthy and secure parent-child attachment. That's all. Those are not crazy things. And if it's somebody else that is caring for your child, you probably want to make sure they're doing all of these things and maybe have have a conversation with them. But that's all you have to do 
to be a good enough parent when you're with your child. Basically, be present when you're with your child. And if you need time off so you can get other things done or um, get help or whatever you need to do when you're not with your child so that when you're with your child, you can be present, that is very important. It's very much quality over quantity, like all day long quality over quantity and being good enough. And if you, okay, here's another rampage I'm going to go on. If you still clean your house and you don't like cleaning your house, you got to take care of that now. I've met a couple people who are obsessed with cleaning and they find so much joy in cleaning every day. There's a lot of people, my, my housekeepers are like that. I love them. God bless them. But if you are not like that and you're a mother, you need to hire somebody to come at least every other week, if not every week to come do the cleaning that will just make your life easier. And then you're able to be more present with your kiddos and then assign your, if your kiddos are at an age where they can do chores, assign them the little everyday things to like for the upkeep so that you're not having to do that. If you need money to do like hire the people to take care of all the stuff you don't want to do so that you can be present with your kids then take the money manifestation course because you can definitely, definitely manifest that. I mean, if that's like 200 bucks a, a week to have, which is very expensive. I, we don't, our housekeepers aren't that expensive, but we also don't have, we only have one bathroom. Our current house, well, there's a bathroom that's being created, but a current, one current working bathroom to be cleaned. So it, depending on the size of your house, it might cost more than what we pay, but say it's like $200 a week. You can totally go manifest that money. You can manifest $1,000 a month coming in with the money manifestation boot camp. So go give that gift to yourself because you don't need to be wasting time cleaning toilets when you can be doing something for yourself, for self-care and or being present with your kiddos. It's very, very important to delegate all the things that you hate in your life. Lives are very short and we do not want to be spending time doing things we don't enjoy doing. Get help. That's like the huge thing. Create a village. Be okay being a good enough parent. That's what all of us are. I guarantee you if you see a mom on Instagram that's like overdoing it with all of the different things and it's making you feel bad, they're ways in which she is letting down her kids way a lot. And she's probably trying to make up for it by making everything look just perfect and beautiful. So everybody has their things. Don't compare yourself to somebody like don't compare your behind the scenes to someone that's highlight reel. If you need to get off social media for a while, that's totally fine too. But you don't have to be like, so one, you know, so extreme about it. I go about go into this a little bit more in the abundant alignment course. I think that's all I have. I had so many notes on this, y'all. I had seven pages of notes on mom guilt that I had to then compile into two pages instead. I hope this was so helpful for you. Go back and re-listen, take notes. I've put a lot of resources in the show notes and I hope that this takes away 99% of your mom guilt because we have two amazing, beautiful of a life to live without having to live it every day with guilt and shame. So I love y'all. I'll see you soon. Join me in a few days over on The Village. I'll be releasing more info about that soon too. Okay, bye y'all. Thanks for listening. For more Align Designs and to connect with Allison, 
go to aligndesigns.co. A production of the Sound Off Media Company.